Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chronically Courageous. And if this is your first week here, welcome. It's great to have you. My name is Bonnie Howard, and I'm your host. So this week, I may scare you a little bit, but it's only because I love you. I only want to help you to live your very best and healthiest life. I'm going to talk to you about things that you didn't think about that may be making you sick. And I'm not just going to leave you hanging with that. I'm going to give you tips on how to avoid those things. So when we think about our health, I know for me, many times when I thought about my health, I would think about, oh, what am I eating? And am I sleeping enough? And am I getting enough exercise? I didn't think about so many other things. And as I'm continuing my health journey, I am becoming obsessed, not only with these things, like the obvious things, like what am I eating? And how am I sleeping? And how am I moving my body? but all of the other less obvious things that can dramatically influence how we feel both long and short term. So here we go. Let's jump on into it. The first thing is fragrances. So when I mention fragrances, I'm not just talking about perfume and cologne, those, but also I'm talking about those awesome scented candles that we all love to fill our homes with. And those little plug-in air fresheners or air fresheners that we spray in our homes to make it smell nice. Or beauty products. Beauty products like hair products and makeup and lotions and all of those things that we put on our, on our skin. So all of these things contain fragrances. And unfortunately, many of them can be highly toxic. And they can cause short-term issues like migraines and nausea and dizziness, or they can really cause long-term health conditions as serious as cancer. The thing that inspired me to do this podcast this week was I just listened to a newly released podcast by someone that I follow, Anthony William, who is better known as the medical medium. And he released a podcast called Killing You Smelly, and he mentioned, I don't know if it was him that mentioned it, or he was talking to somebody that said to him, you'd be better off smoking cigarettes than you would be to burn scented candles because they can be that dangerous. And that really struck me. And it's something that I've become aware of, but only recently. So I know that 
many people are not aware of these things. And I wasn't, again, until recently, but I wanted to make sure that I shared with you because there is so much knowledge out there on these things and there are ways to avoid them. So regarding the fragrances, I just kind of wanted to go through a couple of little stats that I found on a website called madesafe.org, which is a not-for-profit that specializes in making sure that they're identifying safe products and they actually have a certification that they give to certain products that they find safe. So they're finding that fragrances can be linked to things like hormone disruption and breast cancer and reproductive harm, allergies, and bioaccumulation. So some recommendations that they offer is to avoid products that list fragrance or perfume or eau de toilette on the labels and choose products that list all of the ingredients. And of course, look for the made safe seal. The next thing I want to talk about is beauty products. There was a study that was done by an organization called the Campaign for Safe Cosmetics, and they reported that women expose themselves to over 100 individual chemicals each day through personal care products. So when we think about that, boy, we really need to think about what are we putting on our bodies? Because when we put things on our bodies, they go into our bodies, and many times they seep into our bloodstream. I mean, think about lipstick. Lipstick you're putting all over your mouth, and then what happens? You eat, and the lipstick winds up in your body. So these are things that we need to really take into consideration and that can dramatically impact us. There was actually a report that was done by the National Institute of Health, and it linked common chemicals that were used in both hair dyes and chemical hair straighteners to an increased risk of breast cancer. And here were some like staggering, staggering statistics. One found that study participants that used chemical straighteners every five to eight weeks had a 31% higher associated breast cancer risk than women who did not use chemical straighteners as frequently. The study also found that people that use permanent hair dye were 9% more likely to develop breast cancer than women who did not use it. So food for thought there. I have found actually, as I've been kind of entering this world, I've become attached to some great products and I'll give you some resources where you can find others, but one of the ones that I really love for beauty products is called Mad Hippie. And it kind of fits me well because I'm kind of a hippie chick, I'm very much about peace and love. And I have an artificial hip. So I think that kind of drew me to it. But what drew me to it more was I looked into the ingredients and the safety and efficacy of it based on some of the resources that I'll share with you. And I really just love the product. It feels good. It smells good. It does not make me feel sick. I actually enjoy the 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 little scent that's in there. It's just, it's not offensive at all. So that's one of the products I use. I also use different makeups. I use uh, Pacifica brand mascara because believe it or not, mascara can have mercury in it. How scary is that? I also use mineral fusion for my foundation. It's a powder foundation, kind of like bare minerals, but even healthier than that. So just a few little things that I use there but there are many other products out there. And I think it's becoming more and more prevalent out there. Even Target, I was really, really happy to see that 
Target started a whole section of clean beauty products. So again, I will give you tools so that you can look for yourself and make sure that the products you're using are clean because many times they are advertised as being either organic or fragrance-free, paraben-free, all of these different things. But until you really look into it more closely, and I'll give you some tools that you can use to do that. You don't necessarily have to read every ingredient. There are tools out there to make it easier for you. The next thing is household cleaning products. So this is another thing. Since I was a child, I, whenever I smelled household cleaning products, it would make me feel sick. I never, ever, ever liked the smell of it. So Again, intuitively, I always kind of felt like this is not good for me. I would I would hold my breath until I'd be able to get out of the room and not smell it anymore. So here's another couple of little statistics I found for you. So there was a national study that showed women complete over 70% of the housework in the average home. And because there's little regulation determining which chemicals can be used in these products, that leaves it open to a wide variety of toxic exposure. So you know, the thing is, these small daily exposures can lead to buildup of chemicals in women's body, which add up over a lifetime of use. And over the last couple of decades, they found breast cancer rates have risen from one in 20 women to one in eight women. And I know some of those women, so I, I know how prevalent it is because one too many of my friends has had breast cancer. So there's been research about concern of the endocrine disrupting chemicals that are found in products like pesticides, cleaning products, and other household products that are key contributors to the increase in cancer. So another study, there was a study by the Environmental Working Group that revealed at least 287 hazardous industrial chemicals that passed through the placenta to the fetus. So how scary is that, that we can be trying to keep our home nice and clean and we're harming our unborn child or, or our babies? So these are definitely things to look into, not just for your own health, but the, for the health of your children as well. So the cleaning products can release all kinds of chemicals into the air, including things that are linked to asthma and developmental harm and again, cancer. So I'll give you a resource. There's actually a group called the Environmental Working Group that is a not-for-profit, and they provide all sorts of information on their website about different products that are healthy and clean, and they tell you what to look for and what ingredients not to look for. And they have a guide called the Guide to Healthy Cleaning that lists a lot of healthy products. So I will definitely make sure to provide that in the show notes as well. Just another couple of quick things is you want to be careful with sunscreen because again, when you put that stuff on your body, they found that the chemicals that are in the sunscreen go directly into your bloodstream. So, and not all of them are, are healthy. And the same thing with self-tanners. Self-tanners a lot of times can cause people to feel sick, cause migraines, and what goes on your skin goes into your body. So those are kind of, I guess, the more obvious things than some of these other things I'm going to list. But there were a few other things that were just shocking to me. And I, I realized this when recently, because of the pandemic, I haven't been able to go to the gym and it was really hot in Arizona, so I wanted to do some sort of cardiovascular exercise in the home. 
So my fiance was kind enough to order a uh, beautiful recumbent exercise bike. And when I was looking at it on the website, I was shocked to see that they had a warning that it actually had chemicals in it that could be carcinogens. So other products where you can find all these harmful chemicals are things like clothing and furniture. When you order a new mattress, there's all sorts of toxins in those, unless you're specifically looking for the brands that are eco-friendly and really do their best to avoid any of the toxins. Another thing is feminine hygiene products. I've switched my feminine hygiene products because of my knowledge of all these things now. All right, so now that I've scared you, sorry, take a deep breath. Don't worry about it. There's nothing that we can't fix here. So the good thing is I want to empower you now. So we're going to do things that can help you going forward to make sure that you're making informed decisions, keeping yourself safe and healthy. So one thing that I absolutely love is the Think Dirty app. And of course, it can be found in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. And it's this really cool app that you can take into the store with you and scan barcodes on products and it will give you a ranking from a score of 0 to 10. 0 being the cleanest product and 10 being don't go near it, you don't want to touch it. <laughs> so I usually try to keep my products between a 0 and a 3. Anything above that, I try to avoid. You can also type in product names or even look up products by category. Like if you're looking for a healthy toothpaste, for instance, you can type that in and see what they recommend, the different brands that they recommend. So very, very helpful. The only limiting factor is it doesn't have every single product on it. There are some limitations there. So there are other resources I'll share with you. And one of those is the EWG or Environmental Working Group also has an app. It's called the Healthy Living app. So you can use that or you can go to their website, which I highly recommend. They have a ton of information about all the different products that are considered to be safe and all the ingredients you should look out for. And they break it down into different categories like the different beauty products and the different household cleaning items and the fragrances and the sunscreens. So it's just a wealth of information. They're a totally not-for-profit, nonpartisan organization just dedicated to protecting human health and the environment. Great, great resource. Another great resource is another not-for-profit that screens products for toxicity, and it's called MedSafe, or no, I'm sorry, MadeSafe.org. And don't worry, I will put all this in the show notes. You don't need to be ferociously writing this down. It'll be there for you. The other one is Campaign for Safe Cosmetics. So there's all sorts of resources out there. You don't have to live in this toxic world. You can take control of it. And I know it's hard. You don't want to necessarily replace every single product right away, even though if you're financially able to do that, Go for it. Clean out all that dirty stuff, get rid of it, and start putting healthier stuff into your body because everything in your environment ultimately does go into your body. So with that, I have a little announcement to make, and that is that once again, I am up recording this podcast the day before it is to be released, and I don't want to do that anymore because I want this to be 
a situation where I am just in flow and I am doing it in my time and not feeling rushed. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to end this episode, episode number 22, and call this the end of season one. I'm going to take a two-week hiatus and I've got some amazing interviews lined up that I'm so excited to share with you. One of them being my my personal health coach who's been leading me down this healing journey and she is just incredible and I want to share her with you so that A, if you want to work with her, you will have her information and be able to do that. And also I want her to share some of the things that she's taught me with all of you. So look for that episode coming up in season two. I also will be interviewing Laura Bloom, who is the head of the Ehlers-Danlos Society, which is an international not-for-profit that heads up all the research and advocacy for Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which is one of the conditions that I have. She is absolutely incredible. She has accomplished so much and she is very well respected in the medical community and has a wealth of knowledge and inspiration to share with us all. I will also be working with a new service called the Podcast Connector to line up some other interviews. They are specifically looking for people for me to bring on. I've told them exactly what I'm looking for, but I don't necessarily have the time or the energy to look myself and to contact all these people. So they're going to be helping me out with that so that I can continue to bring you guys the best resources and knowledge to live your best and healthiest life. So with that, I'm going to sign off, wish you all tons and tons of love, sending you big kisses, and I will see you back here in two weeks. Much love. Bye-bye. It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of The Chronically Courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at thechronicallycourageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at thechronicallycourageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.